cliffcentral.com. All right, listen, I got to bring in George Meany. We got like 10 minutes left of the show. So, no, 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 don't worry. You, you, but, we, 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 listen, you, you, you're getting some stuff off your chest. It's good. You, you're getting so, some stuff off your oh, chest. George, it's good. But I'm it's hearing the truth. Myself, it's the truth. Hey, Gareth. Hey, Robbie. Okay, cool. Can, can, you, can you hear us properly, George? Can you hear us properly, George? Yeah, I can. You can hear me, yeah. Yeah, but I'm getting feedback from you. Yeah, but I'm getting feedback from you. I'm hearing feedback, myself twice. Feedback. Well, maybe. I'm hearing myself twice. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? This little echo cancellation button yes, on just your kill system it. works yes. well. There we go. Thank you. There we, go. there we go. There we go. All right, so Robbie and I were having a You're chat. All about all kinds Tick the of things. Echo cancellation box. I know. What have you? What have you got for us? Uh, George is the CEO of Auto Trader. He is a man who knows everything about the world of motoring. He's got his own show, which is called the Auto Trader Podcast, which you can listen to every Monday, and it's full, chock full of interesting information. And um, I saw you guys were talking about um, all sorts of things this week, including ranking. Uh, the prices of cars, which is an interesting way of looking at things too and what people are prepared to pay and what kind of things people are looking for. What do you got for us this Friday, mm-hmm. George? Well, uh, Gareth, um, uh, I don't know whether everybody knows, but we have had quite a number of motoring or should I say sports motoring greats uh, over the last couple of decades. So I thought I'd pull those names out and uh, tell everybody who they were and see if we can jog their memory. Everybody knows the current um, uh, um, motorbike rider Brad Binder and his brother Darren Binder. Yes. I'm pretty sure you've... uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. And uh, Brad won the 2016 Moto3 World Championship and uh, is current, currently um, uh, riding for, well, KTM. And, uh, uh, you know, he's about midfield, but um, it's his, it's his, I think it's his second year in the, in the seat. And then an oldie, a golden oldie is Jody Schechter. I don't know if you remember Jody Schechter. You remember him, Robbie? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I'm not. I'm not big on on motorsport either. So I mean, I know the name mm. Jody Schechter. I mean, he he was he was a famous uh, motor racing uh, dude, right? I mean, he Formula One driver. Formula yes. One driver. Um, when when was from he, what, like nineties? Yeah, when, when was he? Uh, when, when when was he on top of his game? So he won the Formula One championship and took the title for Ferrari in 1979. But this is the interesting fact. Um, Besides the 1979, he was the last driver to win a world championship in a Ferrari for uh, after him. 21 years later, did Michael Schumacher win in a Ferrari? Jesus. Okay, well, for Ferrari, that's quite a thing. 1979. Robbie, your parents uh, hadn't even thought of you in 1979. This reminds me of it, of this Chris Rock joke when Chris Rock when, like when people were boycotting the Oscars yeah. because black people weren't nominated and they're like why now it's like no because we were dealing with other things back then so <laughs> so just I'm just like I wouldn't know who was doing it, who was in motor racing it was a party we're busy with other stuff bro. Um, and then everybody knows uh, uh, Gareth Sorrel van America. How can you not know Sorrel van America? Sorrel, Sorrel van America used to do off. <laughs> he did off-road. What did he do? 
so yes, he did uh, rally driving, but he also drove uh, on on the black stuff uh, around tracks. And um, he was an eleven time rally driver champion from nineteen seventy five to nineteen eighty eight. Um, and then a South African female, Desiree Wilson, after winning 1976 the uh, South African Formula Ford um, Championship, she was only she was one of the only only five women to ever have competed in Formula One. Hmm. Um, it was Desiree Wilson. Okay, I'd, I'd, and then I, I got to be honest with you here, George. These are not names that I am familiar with. <laughs> I really don't know many of these people. Well, that's why I'm bringing them up because uh, there are lots of South Africans in uh, in international uh, motor racing that uh, um, are at the they were at the top of their game. Okay, um, and uh, at the moment it's Brad Binder. So cool. um, you know, South Africa does produce some greats. Uh, look at Elon Musk um, from okay. time to time. There we go. Good stuff. And then a very interesting uh, story. In Tennessee, this gentleman um, from about the year 2000, uh, took him about almost 20 years to get this world record, um, Mm -hmm. has set the Guinness World Record for driving a car around a track at the fastest speed in reverse. Listen, have you ever tried to go fast in reverse? It's bloody difficult in a car. It really is because everything is counterintuitive. Like you want to go left, you have to go right. You want to go right, you've got to go left. And I've seen people do it quickly on a, a skid pan where there's nothing for you to crash into. Try and do that where uh-huh. there are obstacles. It's not easy. It's really, really hard. It's not easy, especially around a track. And this no. guy did an average speed of 77 kilometers per hour, yes, hitting that's... a top speed of 87 kilometers. Imagine reversing at 80 k's an hour. Mm-hmm. It must be so difficult. Frightening. Uh, I, I, I won't lie. I don't drive. I literally Uber everywhere. I can't drive, actually. That's the truth. So I'm hearing all these things, and I'm just like, I wonder if my Uber driver's ever done this before. It's like... <laughs> all right. Okay. Uber driver's probably done it. What's the fastest you've gone in reverse, George? <sighs> Normal parking speed, Gareth. Yeah, I, haven't tr- exactly. I haven't attempted uh-huh. to put my foot down. I think, I think it could be dangerous. That's where, people, be dangerous. That's where people smash into underground parking, uh, you know, pillars and mm. shit like that. It's not, that's not fun. Um, so the next story is, uh, you know, I know that um, you uh, uh, drive a lot of DeWitt Motors' cars, Gareth, and mm-hmm. uh, he's a customer of Autotrader, and uh, we love him, and hopefully he loves us. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, talking about Mercedes-Benz, um, there is a tribute tribute to the G-Class, where um, uh, these people that uh, raised the tribute to the G-Class have stripped the G-Class of its metal and built it in ice. And oh, wow. this car ended up weighing so five tons. Is that an ice G-Wagon? An ice G-Wagon, yes. Holy it's got its original chassis. That original frame they just welded poles around it in order to hold the ice so they they literally uh, carved the ice out and 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 rest it on these poles and uh, and this car actually does um uh does drive that's what uh, it looks like I, on the I, show it's amazing i just think oh, wow. i feel sorry for people who do this because it is art and it's amazing but i mean it's going to melt. And it's like those guys who build sand castles. I don't know if you've seen them in Durban and Cape Town. They build these amazing sand castles and it's like incredible. And you think these guys have just put in so much work and then a wave comes and washes the whole thing away. And you think, oh, God. 
nothing to prove it. They've got to take a lot of pictures to make that last. Exactly. But uh, anyway, they decided that uh, it was the right thing to do to tribute the G-Wagon. All right. And then very finally, mm-hmm. um, uh, a, a truck in the in California interstate uh, crashed into a um, barrier uh-huh. and spilt Alfredo sauce all over the highway. I, uh, you know Alfredo sauce? You know, I mean, yes. in South Africa. I'm with Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> so in South Africa, whenever we have a, a truck crash with anything on it, then it takes like two seconds for a whole lot of people to just appear out of nowhere. Like literally a truck could crash in the middle of the Karoo and no one would be around for miles. You know what I'm talking about. And then suddenly <laughs> if, they've got, if, they, if they've got bags of, I don't know, compost or if it's uh, cans of Coke, there will suddenly be 500 people helping themselves to whatever fell out of that truck. It's unbelievable. So with sauce... I've seen my mom... I've seen... Yeah? I grew up... Sorry, I grew up in Durban. And, and uh, you know those Coca-Cola... Those cool drink trucks? Yeah. And it's like two parts. And it capsized because Durban's a lot... Of, I grew up in Durban. There's a lot of hills and windy roads. <laughs> and the truck collapses. And I've, my mom is a very church-going person. That's the first time I ever saw my mom commit a crime. She, everybody was running out there getting two liters, and my mom just got a packet, walked to the street, and got a Helped slice in a Coke and walked back in. And I was like, this is the most gangster thing I've ever seen my mother do. Yeah, and I, I just wonder with Alfredo sauce, George. I mean, that's not – Alfredo sauce off the streets. not something you're going to put on your food, right? You're not going to go and scrape it off the tar and then use it on your food. No, I doubt. And all the, all this Alfredo sauce was in glass jars. So, oh, you know, if anybody wanted to go and steal the Alfredo sauce, they have a bit of a problem. And you can't, <laughs> later you, on. you couldn't drive over that because there's all the broken glass, but there's also all this slimy sauce that's going to, you're going to aquaplane, right? Yeah, exactly. You would, uh, you'd probably end up um, being part of that sauce anyway. Alfredo sauce doesn't work. It's not, it's not a thing to steal. It's like, it's like stealing weed picks. Because if you steal weed picks, you're going to need a lot of milk. Like, it doesn't make sense to steal Alfredo sauce. All right, gents. Listen, we're out of time. Thank you for being okay. on the show this morning. Robbie, it's good to see you. And uh, we, will, we will check you out Thank soon. You, my brother. Thank you very much, man. That's Robbie Collins and George Meany. We'll see you next week, George. Cliffcentral.com.